Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of... Don't listen to this podcast. Don't listen to this podcast. I, I was waiting for somebody it. to say something. I'm already taking it. Yeah. Um, can I Google it? Yeah, you can. Okay, we have Julie here. This is Tito's girlfriend. She's girlfriend. our guest, but she's also going to try to like tear us apart on our fucking second, low-key third episode, because we have that lost episode. <laughs> but um okay what's up fucking uh this is shout out to sunrise yo-yo and i yo-yo for this badass wow tito's a fucking taken? why are you asking siri sorry i can only take that request while you're she can't be on this wait you guys are messing up the beginning of the fucking <laughs> shit okay can we intro tight so uh we're gonna do this third episode on foster care and foster children and like all this stuff. Yeah, let's let's go. It was just an idea, but let's go. Um, fucking, but don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Seriously. Um, my name is Randy. Uh, you can hit me up uh, on Instagram by uh, rxr underscore barber or for music and poetry. We can go with uh, at um, underscore mvggot. Might be playing a show on the 25th at uh, Chain Reaction in Anaheim. Uh, we'll keep you up to date with that kind of stuff. Also, uh-huh. to my left, we have... Oh, hey, Julie. Hey, oh, hey, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Where are you from? I am from um, West L.A. West L.A. Yes. All bougie. She's from it Culver is. City. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice out there. I'm a dumpy little building in Culver City. <laughs> oh, the fucking... It's uh, not a dumpy little building. What is that, Jack FM? Something. <laughs> yeah, it is. And a dumpy little... Uh, it is. City of Culver's. Culver City. Culver yeah. City is not dumpy. It's pretty cool. Uh, how come I've never been there then? I don't know. You don't travel that way. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and we have... The OG, Tito. <laughs> the OG. That's right. Sick with it. Um, so yeah, fucking foster care. First fucking, just like, let's just go right into Julie's facts okay. because she's probably already have something. Well, I this. just looked at the statistics and okay. so on facts. Yes, I'm all about facts. Neglect, neglect is the number one reason children are removed from the home. Neglect. So, yeah, so that's like a, like I resonate a, right off the bat. Well, just like domestic violence, that would like well, key into that's a, that. That's a different pot of tea. But it would key into that, you know. It would. Like oh well, home, I mean like, later on, yeah, or because of that, right? Exactly. Mm. Like there's. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I just right when I say I resonate off the bat is because like I wasn't put into foster care, but like. By the time I was like seven, eight, like my dad and my stepmom didn't know what to do with me. Oh, okay. And just like gave me to my grandpa, like, okay, you know? And it wasn't until this Christmas that I talked to my dad for like an hour and a half or something. Did you have young parents? Yeah. My dad was 17 and my mom was 16. Okay. Yeah. And then they broke up when I was two. So they stayed together for a little while. They're, they're pic- like, I can show you pictures. Like, they look so, like, cute together. You can just imagine how hard it was for them. Like now, if you're an adult, you know? Yeah, they don't talk or anything. Yeah. But both of them have, like, actually said, in different situations where I was talking to them, you know, both of them have, you know, kind of given off the vibe to where it was like, and also vocalized something to effect where I would have to paraphrase 
you know, that, that, you know, if they, like my dad was pretty much just saying like, you know, I wish it did work out with me and your mom. Like, I wish like, you know, things were different. Cause you know, you know what I mean? Not like neglecting the fact that I have my sister with, you know, somebody, you know, it's not my mom. But also, my mom has said something to the effect that, you know, I you know, still love your dad and stuff, you know? And it's, what, like, almost 30 years later? And people don't forget. <laughs> Remember when you pissed your pants? <laughs> and, uh, and Welcome to class. third grade. Yeah, people don't forget. <laughs> but, you know, something to the effect where I got, I got removed because I was neglected, you know? But I'm less... Going back to the pee in the pants is one time... <laughs> There's one time at band camp. The computer pants in second grade, and at fifth grade graduation, somebody said it out loud. Oh, wow. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> that probably haunted her for life. I'm so sorry. N- I'm pretty sure she's over it now. <laughs> sure Imagine she's, she's not over it. <laughs> she's just in a corner. Like, I peed my pants in second grade. Nobody Nikki ever got P over pants. it. Every time somebody looks at me, they just see me pee. Shout out to Nikki P. Pants, wherever she is. Oh, no. Sorry about that. Hopefully she's not on my uh, my Facebook. Or your Tinder. <laughs> Let's not talk about my Tinder. Because I matched three times in 20 minutes. Let's get that straight. He oh, called those matches, by the way. I call the matches. If you were a girl, you would match, like, every, like, minute. <laughs> if I was a girl, I'd be a hoe. Gold digger. She'd have everything she'd want. I would be fucking would ha- so rich. She, he would, would have, a like, a little dog, a badass bitching I'd get vaginal reju- rejuvenation. And a shit ton of sponsors. Okay, hold on. When I Can I, like, not objectify women one time? I'm just can objectifying you? myself if I was a woman, okay? I want to get that straight with everyone. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I hate when people say uh, anyways, because anyways is not a word. It's any way. What's another topic that we're talking about today? No, we're talking about foster care. So like, Julie, what are your thoughts? Like, just based on, I know you've, you've gone to school for, you know, like drug and alcohol counseling. And like you said, you've said that you want to do uh, like like, teen, like, kind of therapy and stuff like that. So what are your views, like... Because this is ultimately a topic that you chose. Just you, off of an idea. You kind of just turned it on on me. But yeah, yeah, but no, for I think, real. I think foster care is, like, such a strong topic because I think there's so many kids here, like, even in our county, in this city that we're in, in Fontana, that are in the system. And, like, being in the system only makes you, like, have a disadvantage for life, for, like, ever, you mm-hmm. know? Because you're... Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. bounce back from that place, especially at a young age. And like, as an adult, I know that most of my problems come from like my like my child, my inner child that I can't heal. So, mm. I, so I'm sure that. You know, do you have hard. baby pictures of yourself? Yes. Or do you have kid pictures? Sure. Yeah. Put them up. No, 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 not in your phone. No, no. Like. You know, I just, like, moved in with you guys and stuff like that. But, like, there's some things that I can share. You know, like, I've also, I've come here because, like, there's a lot of qualities that I've told Tito. Like, be around people that push you. You know, I thought that was cliche, too. You know, in the last episode, we talked about cliches. That was cliche to me. And then also, something that I've learned that I can probably shit on to you or Tito is, like, put up a picture. You know the law of attraction? It's, like, another way of doing this, like... Yeah. Put up a baby picture of you, and when you leave the room, put it next to where you're about to leave the room, or to your desk, to your study, something like that, to where you sit there, and you'll look at that kid picture of yourself and be like, "Damn!" Like, and just admire yourself. 
and just be like, you know what? I'm going to take care of you today. That's you know? a great idea. It's something really nice to do <laughs> for yourself. Yeah. I and not for anybody else. Yeah. I think a lot of like becoming an adult has to do with like learning to love yourself and like be like true to yourself and... Yeah. So, um, Tito, what are you doing over there? I'm working on our audio equipment. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure I'm pretty sure there's like a lot of like, like noise. There's absolutely no noise. This one time, I was with Randy at Cedar Brothers, and he smoked a little piece of weed, and he thought he was so paranoid because he was hitting on this girl. And he thought he looked so weird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Paranoid is a very, like, wrong word. Randy, you were tweaking. You smoked a piece of weed. You're paranoid. We're going to hear this. And okay. Uh, first of all, Tito, I don't appreciate you putting a bunch of lies into the podcast. Yeah, I already have a lady. Because I was very fucking calm and very chill the entire time. I was very collected. Right? Very, very, bro, I was very chill. This is like... You're going to hear this on there. Yeah, Tito, you're the one making this awkward. We're trying to talk about foster care and shit, and you're over here fucking making food. This is gonna be one of the podcasts. Where you're okay, just like, food fills the cracks of the broken heart. First of all, that is one of the one. Food fills the crack of the broken heart. Get a little fat, fuck it. I have you know, be happy. I have two okay. But then get healthy. I have two customers that come into my job. I work at Starbucks in Santa Monica. They're twins, and one works at. Cedar Sinai, and the other one's a film director. Hey, wait. Twins, Basil, twins. Yes. But they're both, like, they're both in recovery, and they go to meetings for food addiction. And, like, now they're, like, really thin, like, beautiful women, but, like, they're they're in therapy for food addiction, and she told me, she was like, I have unhealthy boundaries, and they come out in food. That's what she told me, you know? Because, I mean, you're, you're, you're in, um, Oh, you've been in a program too, so you know that oh, sometimes yeah, yeah. like unhealthy boundaries come out and like drugs and alcohol. So like, I never heard somebody say it like, "Oh, yeah. it comes out in food." Yeah, it does. But <laughs> let's reflect more. Okay, Tito, how do you feel about like kids that go through like foster care, or, like the system? I think it sucks. I think you need an important you need an important role model or figure, whether it's a man or woman. You need, you need somebody, like, positive, somebody good in life that teaches you those morals. When you're in these foster homes with a bunch of kids, it's hard to sometimes get that love. It's like well, being in jail. Yeah, I mean, in a way, I mean, I grew up in Santa Fe Springs, and I, I knew this, this house on the street, and the kid who actually lived there with his family was named Alonzo, but they would collect a bunch of, uh, they would take in a bunch of, uh, foster kids and like I'd always make friends with like there was one of them I was like annoying I, I think I almost whooped his ass there was another there was another <laughs> kid there's another kid named Tommy that kid was super cool you know like he used to fuck with him a lot and like Tommy where's your mommy <laughs> no, I mean you ended up being That's pretty cool up. so I mean sorry guys I was friends with some of those with some of those kids you know I happen to know them but yeah I mean <coughs> I don't know it would suck to not yeah. to them in an important household but how, yeah, were they good like, friends to you yeah? Yeah. But, I mean, they would end up leaving or... Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Something, you know, so I don't know where they would... Yeah, but, okay, them. let me throw this out there, Tito. I want you to also answer this, but I'm going to put a stipulation here. What if the mother and the father were both drug addicts and there's no grandparents to take care of them? Then what? What would you feel about that at that point? I would. Do you think I mean, that would be the best place they could possibly go? You think that's what I'm go? thinking about when I'm, like, 
in like sixth grade, seventh grade. I, I don't even I don't even know about family. I don't understand the. But don't you think it that. takes more people that are willing to like? be that good person to raise those kids for like only a little right. bit of time to like right. step up. But also I've heard about some weird ass foster parents. Yeah, exactly. Like some only ones in that like money. Oh, and also then possibly let's just talk about uh fucking uh uh CPS. Talk CPS that comes in and check and regulates all that shit. Did you know? Okay, look up a statistic about this. About about the CPS about the the, the cases that I've heard lately of them being fucking pedophiles and shit. Like and being part themselves. of fucking sex uh, trafficking oh. rings. That is a fucking trip, dude. And it's the most obvious place it can be. When but we were... trust these people to take care of these fucking lost kids. But you know what? They're being trafficked. Yep. In the most obvious place that children can be. But we look over it. And we don't pay attention to it. Like I just heard of this and this shit blew my fucking mind. That's definitely cr- crazy. That's fucking like crazy, dude. Like, why? You know? Fuck the people. And these kids the like world. grew up like maybe a little bit of time knowing their family, remembering they their family. Really now they're them. fucking shackled up, fucking getting raped, gaining absolutely nothing. Like, rape doesn't gain you anything, obviously. But like, if you're a sex worker, you're obviously very like consensual about what you're doing and what you're getting for it. A sex worker, I might add, not a fucking prostitute or something like that, but a sex worker. You know? Yeah, it's just fucking crazy, dude. I don't know. This whole thing kind of gets me a little bit upset. I don't know. Oh, definitely. And if it makes me feel like I have to be... I mean, I... like These are children, dude. I don't think I have it in me, but I think, like... I mean, I do think I have it in me, but, like, somebody has to step up and be like, hey, like, we're going to take care of these kids and we're not going to let them, like, go into, like bad places right exactly and that's what they're supposed hands. to do the yeah. cps is supposed to do that but but there's, and there's been cases of them workers, fucking but all they are government exactly workers. government it's work eight Ugh. hours a day Never that's mind. not enough okay tito if we make this podcast and i start spitting conspiracies out here we might get fucking like checked into by the fbi but that's not enough you know you need somebody yeah tell me about your conspiracy theories about that that's a conspiracy theory in itself because they're gonna cover it up and say that it's not true oh well yeah well i mean haven't you heard that like um a lot of hollywood has like child traffic oh yeah of course look at fucking what happened with jeffrey epstein look what happened to that by money so covered up bro how the fuck did he die okay we can't get into this right now because it's not about that but this might be for another episode. We'll do a whole thing on Jeffrey Epstein. We'll do like a whole comprehensive analysis of his life, who he was involved with. We can research this. We can As make someone who's really good, who knows a lot of shit about him. We feature him. Yeah, we can feature anybody. Can. And shout out, honestly, like if you know us personally and you're listening to this, like hit us up, like message us, DM us. If you want to like hear something or us to talk about, or you have an idea for our podcast, dude, shoot it, man. Like. We would rather talk about shit that, like, maybe you guys are interested in rather than kind of just, like, going off of tangents or whatever. Do you know that California labels yeah. all their missing foster children as runaways? What did you say? So, all of California, they label their missing foster children as runaways. They're wow. not even, They're not even, like, missing children. They're just runaways. Hi, Mom. Hi, this is This is Tito's mom. We're on a podcast right now. We're recording this for our friends to hear later. Oh, 
friends. And we're we're talking about um like foster children and like the 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 whole idea of like being in foster care and that whole like system that kids go through. You know what I'm saying? Like how do you how do you feel about that? Like what's your initial thought when we bring that that subject up? How do you feel about it? Okay, if you're talking about uh, the side of the, the foster parents or the mm. side of the foster kids, is there's two sides. On the foster kids, we're talking about the foster children. The foster kids. Like I how do you find a really that? good point though? That's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's it. That is a good point though. Well, the foster kids. How do you feel about that? It's hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's hard for the kids, and it's. Uh, it's very hard because first of all, they think they're not, they're not loved. Mm. They were, you know, they uh, reject them. Damn. That's why they they yeah. didn't want them. They're they're like they left them. Okay. Yeah. And, and the reason that they think that that's uh, they're not with their parents, they're with somebody else. It's because they don't love them. Oh, yeah. And, and those kids, what they really love uh, is for people to understand them, to love them. Yes. So they like can nurturing. start, yeah, so yeah. they can start growing up emotionally, yeah. mm-hmm. so they can uh, be secure. Somebody push them. Yes. Yeah, grow them, get them out of the nest, exactly. so to speak, right? Yeah. yeah. But they, they need to be loved yes. in order for them to be a strong and to grow up and to keep moving and going that's forward. That's the answer to life. Love. 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 That's it. Thank you, Mom. Thank you. Thank you. And that concludes That was actually... That, yes, that concludes our <laughs> podcast. Thank I you for listening. Shout out to Grumpy Old Men Barbershop one time. No, for real, though. Fuck yes. No, no, no. That's great. That's, that, that was beautiful. Um, wow. We could probably get some more statistics. Let's get let's get another statistic here. Let's like okay, let the really. people what a little bit. What do you bit. think about California labeling all their missing foster care children as runaways? Like, that's fucking sketchy. So Number one, that's fucking sketchy. When they're really like converted into sex trafficking. Dude, you know? I know, and they'll be labeled as runaways. Like, Just oh, we don't know what happened to them. It's up. like missing children list just goes. Yeah. Okay, they're runaways. Like that's it, and then you never know. It's like. Who's on the milk box? Nobody. Now it's filled with advertisements. It's like, which movie, which show is getting released on fucking Netflix? Okay, the California... You know? Who fucking cares who's missing? You know, you get Amber Alerts. People just forward them. Well, cancel. Yeah. Bro, people fucking, like, you know? I get Amber Alerts and I read it. Like, in the barbershop, I'll read it. I'll be like, dude, there's an Amber Alert. I even went on the page and I was like, dude, this guy was fucking wanted on Christmas. For fucking like a double homicide in fucking like LA County and like the the, the like the city's listed. I was like, dude, Pomona's listed. That's kind of close. Like, are you guys sure? Like, this is okay. Like, no, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, anybody can be on the road. Anybody can be in that path of something going down. On the Amber Alerts, most of the time it's fucking like parents stealing a baby from the other parent mm-hmm. and them listing it as a kidnapping. You know. Like, that's sketch. That's the kind of shit that takes your kids away. Fucking grown-ass adults having a baby together, not knowing how the fuck to do it because they're still children themselves. Maybe even they're adults and they're still immature. Insecurities, codependency, getting all fucked up over each other. 
and then fucking having a kid. Then it comes up with the abortion shit. Like, oh man, this is a whole nother fucking episode. Guys, this is a segment where Randy gets worked up. <laughs> and he starts fucking rambling. Sometimes couples have to do that, you know? I mean, I'm not yeah. for it. I'm not for against it. I'm not going to say what I am or what I'm not. Yeah, honestly. yeah. You know, but I just, I just know that some people have to do what they have to do. And that doing what you have to do is... Keeping the child or not keeping the child. I don't know what you guys are doing. That's pro choice, though. I mean, like, that's what I am. Yeah. My body, my choice. So, uh, Julie had to go to the bathroom. She'll be ready. Um, yeah, guys. Okay, let's say, let's say, Tito, let's say, let's say your first day. Let's just imagine how you feel. Your first day. Like, kind of your mom was saying, you felt unloved. You got dropped off. You're, you're, you're in a, you already talked about how, like, you were in, like, a, a, a place full of kids, you know, right? Okay, now you get dropped off in, uh, in some lady's house, and she greets you at the door. Like, what is, uh, let me ask you this question, what's your ideal situation as a foster kid? Maybe if you've seen this before, this is your first time, what's your ideal situation where you would feel like this is a good place you might be able to live? Uh, warm cooked meals. Okay, that's that's actually very like clothes, and just somebody's time of day. Somebody's time of day. What do you mean by that? By somebody just like care for you? Or talk to you? Somebody telling your parents. Somebody telling you to brush your teeth or to do something. Wow, it's it's a small thing, but it goes a long way. It's like when you were a kid, did you listen? Like when people were like, "Tito, brush your teeth." Did you go listen? Not to my parents, but I listen to like my aunt and uncle. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't that weird how that works? Yeah. Because I didn't that's, respect that's, them. that's weird because like, you know, you'd go to a foster care and that's what you would want. But why would you not want to do that to your own parents, even though you had them? You don't respect them. Damn, straight up. So don't you feel like, oh, that's kind of what mom was saying over here. Were you talking about the parents? Damn, what if your kid was just a fucking like, like a dentist to You know? There's some shitty kids out there. Those shitty kids end up training the shitty adults. Those shitty adults end up being bad people. (laughs) What are you rolling over there? Hey, Trio. We got our dogs right here. We have the dogs over puppies. We have four dogs. Our oldest is Honey. She's a Chihuahua. And then there's Luna. Then there's Luna. Who gave birth to a Treyu. Who gave birth to a Treyu. And, and he's going to have puppy with Mia eventually, right? And then there's Mia, who's Luna's, not her blood sister, but her soul sister. Okay, you guys are not talking about the dogs on the podcast. <laughs> we definitely are. Dogs Why? are very important to us. That's a big old part of, 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 of our of support system. To get to know this is why we all have to go to the bathroom in. before the podcast because <laughs> now it gets off track. Dogs to are a big part of people's support system. They're emotional oh, support dogs. And some of that depression or emotional support could be brought from childhood. Foster homes is what we're talking about. So. Yeah, for sure. I feel like the dogs are definitely like. Like, they do no harm, you know? There's such genuine love, such emotional support. Yeah, that's true. So, let's get, um, 
Let's just get another question out here. I don't have a question, but who, who composed a question that would be kind of controversial where we'd have to think a little bit more about this? Like, let's do some critical thinking. Let's critically think about, about what this does. Like, let's connect it to some type of mental, like, disorders or mental illness that comes out of that. You know, like, here's something. I was watching a show about these kids, and did you know that some of these kids that, like, either get locked up in juvenile hall um, or, like, foster care and stuff, even when they turn to, like, to a certain age in foster care, you can get out. You know, and you're, you're about to live your life. It's kind of like job placement. Like they have you in some kind of vocational school where they give you life skills and you can go off and branch out. But like what about like kids that like go to like juvenile hall or something? Like they don't get the chance to like get foster cared. Or maybe they are foster cared but they do crimes. And then they end up in jail, you know, for kids. And then at that point, if they're not, if they're old enough or like it's their time to go, like let's say their sentence is over and their parents are not there to pick them up, they don't get to go home. They go to foster home. <clears throat> like, really? It's just a system. And they get wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the system sometimes is cruel. It's cruel. It's, it's not designed system, to, they're like... They're realistic. For the system, they're not a person. Okay? They're not a kid. They're a number. There's a number. There's a file. There's yeah. a file. Uh-huh. They're numbers. They're not human beings, okay? And the human being, in, in order for them to be a son and to be, to have confidence in themselves, they also have to be needed. Yeah. And you need them. You love them, but do not spoil them. Okay? Yeah. So you make them see that you need them, that you love them. Yeah. That you care for them. And I'm sure and there's like deputies. make them strong. I'm sure that even like in um, in those you know institutionalized like places, I'm sure that there are like therapists or people that talk to them and ask them how it's going, or like yeah, you know. But it but probably they, seems so like, like. But okay, but those you know? are the social workers. They don't. Yeah, social workers. It probably seems so like, whatever. Yeah, like this is normal. Really, yeah, come and go. Really okay, you don't really care. There for, for those. Yeah, yeah. There are people that are okay. There's social workers. No, some really care for the kids. For I'd like to think most. But most of them, they don't. Yeah, that's I, the job. Yeah, that's like sad. Say, that's the system. That's, that's sad. The, that's the, cruel. Yes, it is. That's what I, that's what I said. Yeah. It's cruel. Very cruel. I'd like to think that it can get better. <laughs> so, um, we if anybody's... We have change we want to see in the world. So if anyone wants yeah. to help, you know, yeah. step up and do it. Hell yeah, of course. Yeah, let's get last words on the subject. Tito, go ahead. I thank God. I've been very fortunate. Mm-hmm. I mean, my parents broke yeah, up yeah. eventually, but I still think I came from a good <laughs> thank house. Thank God that my parents broke up. That's but nice. I came from a good household, and Anna, you, I, the closest thing I knew to foster kids were the kids that I grew up playing with, but they were really cool. And other than that, but they were nice kids, so... I just hope that kids who are in that system, you know, are loved or at least looking forward to life. Yeah. My mom was saying it's tough not to think, you know, somebody wants you. Yeah, that's fucking sad. And that shit probably falls with you, like, even as, like, 
an adult yeah, being in a relationship. Like, nobody wants you. you don't oh, dude, I have bad abandonment issues. Dude, from 6 to 16, I didn't see my mom. I had sick-ass abandonment issues. And it didn't help that I had an abusive stepmom. Like, to where I remember... I remember on Mountain, I lived on Mountain and Yale, so I lived on Yale Street, but my window pointed towards Mountain, and I remember seeing my mom's car turn around the corner and come to the house at a certain time. I was only six years old, and I remember crying at my window every night, dude, like crying, crying, crying all night, waiting for her to turn the corner. She never came. And I even write a, 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 song, a, a line in one of my songs, it's like, I guess, it's like, I guess, um, it's like something and it's like I guess cause, oh I use um Biggie's kind of thing I'm like I grew up a fucking screw up my mom was using up I lost count of every other weekend I guess custody was never meant to see your kid so like that's kind of shit I was like on mm-hmm. from a young age so I started rebelling you know and it was weird cause then my stepmom would come in and she would be like like, shut the fuck up, you know, blah, blah. If I come in here again and you're still crying, then I'm a fucking, like, uh, uh, like beat your ass and snap, blah, blah, and threaten the shit out of me. So I was also scared. I was sad and scared. So the point where I would, like, pray to God. That's when I started writing poetry. They wouldn't listen to anything I fucking said. So I would write down everything I felt, blah, 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 blah all this fucking shit, and then I'll fucking put the note under their door. And they would read it, and then they'd be like, fuck, no shit. And probably she didn't even show my dad. I wish I went to fucking foster because I didn't want to be in there anymore. I wasn't allowed to leave my room unless it was time to eat or it was time to, or I had to go to the bathroom for years. And my dad and I just had a conversation on Christmas and he told me like he would always tell my mom, like, or my stepmom, like, or my ex stepmom, his bitch ass ex-wife that cheated on him, by the way, that he was just like, just leave him alone. Like you're fucking stressing him out. And my dad worked nights, and he slept all day, you know? So he didn't really have much control over what was going on at home. But somehow he knew that she was going to call him in the middle of the night and complain about me. And because I was crying. You know, like, not a crybaby, but dude, like, a six-year-old, you're fucking that, like, fucking depressed about life to where I hung myself and, like, tried to hang myself at seven years old with a belt in your closet. You know, how the fuck does a seven-year-old know how to do that? I wish I went to foster care. I don't know what foster care is like, but I wish I could go there at that point. You know? But they, they were like, oh, you're going to go live with your mom. And I was like, good luck finding her. This is when I used to start talking shit. Good luck finding her. You and I both know that you don't know where she is. So where am I going? You know? And they're like, oh, we're going to go to grandpa's house. And I was like, okay, please, thank you. Because my grandpa's well, nice please. to me. Like- my grandpa's nice to me. You know? And my aunt, my grandpa and my aunt were just so fucking nice to me. You know? And my dad literally did what he thought was best for me. Not that he gave me up. But at the time, I thought he gave me up. And for a long time, I thought he gave me up. And I, for a long time, I thought my mom didn't give a fuck about me. But it was act- absolutely quite the contrary. So I'm glad where I am. You just have to deal with the cards you're dealt, you know? Yeah. Last words, exactly. Julie. Feel like you have to be the change you want to see in the world, you know. True. Like you see somebody who's in need, you just have to help them out. Whether it's like a kind word, something you can give, something you can say, a smile. That's it. Oh yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, not listening to this podcast, and um, 
We uh, we want you guys to be healthy and prosperous. We want to see everybody do good in their lives. Please DM them. Uh, please DM us. <laughs> and uh, mine is uh, at rxr underscore barber at underscore m a g g o t. You can hit me up on either line. You want to spotlight anything? You want to spotlight anybody? <laughs> All right, cool. Spotlight me. Also, guys, fucking show people that you love, man. You might, you might, you know, turn near. And thank you, guys. Peace out. Hey, Tito, can I get a piece? Piece of what?